This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Yeah, hi, Pep. How are you doing? Hi. Good to speak to you. Um, first of all, how are um, Jota and Bobby doing fitness-wise and how tough is selection going to be for this game? Um, yeah, Bobby, uh, Bobby we, have to, uh, we have to see in the next few days. He's pushing himself really hard. But he will not be available for the final um, to reach the squad. Um, we hope he will be back really soon because you all see and know and feel how important it is for our way of play. Um, so I'm happy that he's pushing himself. Hopefully he's soon back. Um, Jota, yeah, so far no reaction on the things he did. So the straight line running, the, um, the change of direction, the ball work he did. So that's a good sign. Um, but it's still, um, he isn't ruled out, but still will be a challenge. Sure. Um, Pep, obviously this game is taking place against the backdrop of Ukraine. You were there in 2018 for the Champions League final. I mean, how difficult is it to concentrate fully on football at the moment? And what's your reaction to the Champions League final being moved to Paris this morning? Yeah, what, what happens at the moment is uh, truly awful. Um, it's so serious. And as a football coach in this moment, sitting here in front of a sports journalist, I think it's not the right moment or not uh, the time to speak uh, my personal opinion. Um, it doesn't feel appropriate, but what I can say is that I'm a father, I'm a, I'm a brother, I'm a son, I'm a human being, I'm a husband, so it's hard, uh, we think, uh, with all these people uh, there, and um, I think it's the same reaction that uh, you guys have, it's just really frightening at the moment. And just and finally, course, for me, course, and of course, oh yeah. I want to give a, if I have to give a reaction in football way, of course, it's the right decision to move to the Champions League final. Yeah. And just finally, for me, I think, to be honest, I think each war is a, is a true disappointment for humankind. And just finally, Pep, would you like to see the club and the Liverpool fans make some kind of gesture of solidarity with Ukraine on, on uh, Sunday? I don't think it's fair to, 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 to question Pep. I think we're getting the question about the Champions League final, perhaps I can answer to uh, and a reaction to. I think it's, uh, it, it, it's as Pep pointed out, he's as a football coach here to preview a football match uh, and rather than focus the questions on the match where he has to preview the football match. Sure, thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Jeremy. We'll go to uh, Juliet Farrington from the BBC in the room next. Um, hey. Hello, Matt. Yeah, has there been a real focus on the cup competitions this season, the domestic cup competitions? Because these are competitions that Liverpool haven't won for quite some time. Yeah, we have we have tradition in, uh, in both. Uh, we have history in both, of course. Um, um, yeah, it's it's a, this is a competition where we. Where we want to bring young talent, where we want to showcase, where we want to launch. So that's really important. Uh, I think if you look at the best clubs in the world, 
what do we have in common is this one club mentality and our journey in this league cup shows that we exactly that um, um, now it's about the journey of club, but now we are uh, two days away from the final and uh, we want to go in it with all we have and, uh, and make it a proper game and uh, we can't wait of course to, to reach to go to Wembley and uh, see all the fans and hear them and feel them and uh, uh, for Liverpool it's uh, um, not just for us as a group as a staff but for the whole club it's just uh, it's a it's a it's a big compliment because what I said uh, this competition is so much more than just the first team it's a, it was a a proper compliment to our academy as well. I think that's what's come across in the, in the players that we've spoken to and, and Jurgen as well. It's the fact it's not just about the first team. It's like the under 18s, the under 23s, all these yeah. players who contributed to yeah. to this this ride he called it that you've been on. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think example Queef is a really good example. So if you look him. He's going to play the final if everything goes well tomorrow, of course, in training. But him reaching the final, it's it's um it's it shows that there's an inside path for all young goalkeepers inside our club. So it's a compliment for um for the goalkeeper department, of course, to have this trust, for the manager to have this trust. But this is what I like. It's possible for a young keep goalkeeper in our club to reach a final with time, with a lot of training, with a lot of games, with a lot of steps. That's really nice to see. Okay, we'll go to Mike Hughes. There are a couple of events in Denmark and events in the office. Maybe one from Denmark. Mike next. Pep, it was really interesting to uh, to listen to Jurgen Klopp in the aftermath of the victory against Norwich, and he was talking about the switch to a four-four-two and and how well it worked out. And, and he answered the question by saying it was actually Pep's idea. <laughs> it shows in a lot of respects how, what sort of guy Jürgen is, you know, that he, he doesn't want to take all the praise, but yeah. it shows how close you two must be in terms of, of how you work together and, and, and try and get the best out of the players. How does it sort of work out in terms of when you're chatting during the match or pre-match team selection plans, how, what's the division of labour there? Uh, first of all, Jürgen is so much more than a colleague to me. Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful and really happy uh, the way we work together. Um, it's, a, it's a commitment based on respect, it's a commitment based on trust. Uh, with this trust comes a lot of freedom, with this trust comes a lot of opinion. Um, we, um, I think, uh, it's not just me and him, of course. It's so much more backroom staff who constantly are in our ears to make decisions or to put us in the right path. So it's um, it's just if you see our team, the togetherness, this comes from something. And if, if you as a staff, if you have as a as a as a group of people who show uh, leadership, um, it's probably the most powerful tool uh, eh? that uh, we want our team to be how we are. And, um, that's why it's so important that he, they feel and they see that uh, the, the manager, the assistant manager, the other assistant manager, Peter, Jack, John, Tafa, Andreas, all of us are so close. Uh, and uh, there's a team behind the team. And I believe that um, a manager is, is as good as the team behind the team. So. Liverpool have a, a really good record in the League Cup under its many different guises. The first time they've been to the final for a while. Probably like never before, 
you, you can't get a ticket for love no money it's the most high profile league cup final yeah. that, that there's ever been and i don't know whether it's something about the dramatic victory against leicester uh, in the quarterfinals but but it, it's there really three, by the way there were three subs as well at half time against leicester but anyway we're three behind everything <laughs> yeah but what i mean is there's something about this year's yeah. competition the liverpool fans so it's, it's english, caught fire it's english football yeah. What makes it so special? It's not the league cup. It's English football. There are how many? Seventy-two. Nine. So ninety-two clubs. And England. The history of the English cup competition proved that each league can win from another league. So it it gave already so many incredible games. Not just the top, but you will see now in the final. It's two Champions League level teams are going to compete for a trophy. Uh, on this level, we are speaking. Uh, we going there. Uh, to compete against the champions of Europe. We're going there to compete against the champions of the world at this moment in time. And we know that Chelsea is a, is a top, top team with so much, not, not just experience, but technique and experience. And I feel that they are the team who always find the spaces the opposition uh, doesn't occupy. So we leave space behind our three forwards or four, depending. And they use. We leave space on the opposite side. They use. But, uh, they we leave spaces between the lines, they use. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, we have to be spot on tomorrow. Um, uh, but uh, tomorrow, sorry, uh, in two days. And, but we really look forward to it because we know, and this is what the manager always says, we don't want to be the best team in the world, but we want to be the team who beats those capable in each moment of time, in each moment of the season, to beat the best teams in the world. And that's what we're going to try in two days. Thank you. It's English football. No, I'll it's speak just... to you later about this. <laughs> so, Carl, and then we'll go to Nojan. Uh, Sorry. Um, generally, in terms of preparations for a final, is there anything you have to do differently because it's a final? And specifically, with that in mind, do you have to deal with the younger players slightly differently? Uh, for, uh, no, because uh, I think uh, when we started this project, over time in this project, uh, we came to the, to the conclusion that the way to be successful in the schedule of English football, but also in all these competitions, to just to focus on the next game. And our group created this mentality that each next game is a final, because otherwise we could never have reached the levels we reached or the special games we reach, we see each game literally as a final, so nothing changing this. So if we speak about Leicester, if we speak about Norwich, if we speak in the in the, in the Premier League or in the Cup, whereas most of the times of course final. So nothing there changes. We always prepare uh, and then uh, prepare well. We make a, a lineup, but at that moment in time, for us the best lineup uh, to play our way of football. So uh, that means intense. <laughs> And um, and then we want to attack match day. So always keeping the same routines, preparing each game. And as you as you see over the last years, uh, we really see, and you have to believe me in this, we really see each game as a final. And just on Wednesday after the match, I asked Jurgen about Joel's goal, and he said it, it was something he they thought he could speak and do against Leeds. But Absolutely, we've seen him do that a lot this season. Yeah. You know, Bringing the ball out defensively now, moving forward, is can you explain 
if how much you encourage them to do that and, yeah. and what benefits it has. Yeah. So, uh, as always, we're constantly searching for new weapons. We're always searching for new dynamics to bring the ball out of the back. And uh, we felt that, um, or we, we still we see that our team became uh, uh, better in recognizing when to step, when to switch quick, and uh, with Joel, but also with Ibu, also with Joe, and, and with Verge, with times going into midfield like that. It's a, it's a, it's a, when they are the free player and when there's space, uh, they can really go in to commit. And um, it's not the first time that it happened because we all, we call this the classic QL dribble. <laughs> so he does this a lot in the small side of the games, for example. He comes a lot one-to-one -one against the goalkeeper when you play 5-5 five five or 66. Uh, but um, I really believe that uh, our positional game or the way how we bring out the ball from the back improved massively over the years. So, and this is one of this... Um, uh, one of the steps we had to make that our center halves are able to basically you want to create the last pass from everywhere and that should even be a center half who is able to play the last pass even Ali should be able to play the last pass then you see that the team is connected and that's a good sign thank you when you give me technical explanation sorry that's fine if you want it thank you you talk about Crimea I think um, Jürgen said last month he said not everyone at Liverpool was always convinced that he was going to be a goalkeeper to ah. do and play for the first yeah. team. How did, he, how did he make that next step and what does it say about him and, and the coaching staff? Yeah, it, yeah, I'm not sure who he's referring to, uh, who didn't believe it. Uh, I was the coach of the young 60s when we signed him. So he came into, in, into my team and we saw from the start that he was... Um, all the things that he's shown now on a really high level he had at that time. So it's just to get in each healthy pathway to a first team, it's about faith and it's about patience. And that's hopefully what you see, what we try to do with all of our talents. Um, and on the right moments, the right games, and the right moments, the right steps to make uh, next step. But uh, if I speak about grief, so I, then I have to refer as well to Adrian, because Adrian played against Preston. And I don't know if you remember, he saved I'm going to say our ass two times on zero zero, two incredible saves. So uh, what I like as well is that uh, Ali played the semi-final, so it's a compliment for John for his goalkeeping uh, team because we use all three goalkeepers and it's not Lasseter, Daka shoot, he saves, Drewsby uh, Hall, he saves, he saves two penalties, and Norwich, he saved the penalty to bring us through, Arsenal, uh, Martinelli comes through, low sh um, first one sh uh, first one shot he saves. So he earned the right to play in this final. And probably that's what I love the most. That, um, and I said this before, our talents, they don't let us down and they never did. So um, I like that Kreef is making the next step and we're just really happy that we don't have only Kreef. Uh, sorry, Ali, we have Kreef and we have Adrian. And on the moment, uh, Adrian is called up. He made the difference, and that's why as well why we, why we are in the final. Okay, I think we'll be the final one. We'll I think the final one will be done. Unless there's any more from you guys, want to finish with this section. If, if there are any hands up on the uh, on the Zoom, let me know. If not, I think this concludes the uh, first part of our presentation. Just the um, the younger lads who played in the earlier rounds, like um, Katie and Connor, Tyler, yeah. Harvey Blade, Owen Beck. There's yeah. a couple of others. Obviously, the squad's so big in, at the minute, and yeah. the senior players are all fit. Yeah. What do you do with them on Sunday to, to make them feel part of it? Because they've all 
contribute to get yeah. to where you are. So what what do you do and is the process with them? Yeah, first of all, we speak a lot with them. So it's not like that we do something different uh, now. They, they know and they feel that they are our uh, our talents and they are part of our squad. Um, um, what's important is that they travel with us, so at least the ones who are constantly with the first team. So I said, I'm a Kate. Um, so even when they don't reach the squad, they will travel. Mm-hmm. If uh, because if I say no a name, you're gonna change it, <laughs> and you guys blame me that I say it. So anyway, um, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not it's if you're part of Liverpool Football Club, you will not um, you will don't get a better or worse feeling if you're selected or not. You get the feeling by the people who are working here and the people and not just the coaching staff, all of us. So. Um, we believe in this pathway of the first team or uh, this inside pathway to bring talents and um, to give chance and to launch. And that's why I'm extra proud. I think that we reached the final in this uh, competition because it was this competition was all about the journey. And we made the final. So. Okay. Thank, you. Thank you, guys. And I think that concludes the first part of our press. Thank you very much. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, Jeremy. Good, thanks. Good stuff. Um, you're just your reaction to the news that Bobby's not going to make it on Sunday and that uh, Jota might be struggling. I mean, how much is that going to hurt? Two big players. Um, yeah, so it looks like Bobby's, Bobby's struggling, um, which, is a, which is a blow, of course. Um, I think Jota might still have a chance, fingers crossed, um, see how he goes over the next day or so. Um, but that would be a big bonus for us. But yeah, two big players. So um, so hopefully at least one of them can be available. It's a decade now since you were a winner in the uh, League Cup final against Cardiff at Wembley. Seems a long time ago now, but what would another League Cup win do for turbocharging Liverpool season, do you think? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a big moment in the season. Um, to get a trophy so early on in the season can can give a squad a big boost. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a cup final and one that we want to win so we'll do absolutely everything to, to make sure we bring the trophy home and hopefully if we do that like you see it can give you a big boost and Jordan just finally from me obviously the game is taking place against the backdrop of what's happening in Ukraine is it hard to fully focus on football right now and obviously you were in Kiev in 2018 I mean what are your feelings right now and also your reaction to uh, the Champions League final being moved to France today I think that's the correct decision, of course. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a scary situation for everyone, I think, really. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm smart enough to speak on that topic, to be honest. But what I would say is I think it's, a, it's frightening to think what could happen and what is happening. So, um, yeah, for us, we've just got to try and concentrate on, on what we're doing, focusing on the game as much as possible. But obviously, we, we see the news and see what's going on. Um, and it is frightening, but for us, we've just got to try and focus on the game. Thank you, Jeremy. We go to Juliet, who's in the room uh, for the BBC. Hey, Jordan. Um, talking to Trent in midweek, and he was talking about the buzz around this stage of the season for players. Do you feel that buzz as well? The fact that you're still in these four competitions, and there's a realistic good chance that perhaps you could you could get all four. Yeah, you're getting to the business end of the season. Um, Cup final Sunday, um, obviously Champions League not long after that, Premier League, um, FA Cup after that as well, after after Sunday. So, yeah, um, big games coming up. 
um, and we're going to need everybody available. So, yeah, we've just got to take each game as it comes, as we always do, give absolutely everything and see where we are at the end of the season. You know, at the minute, yes, we're still in all four, but that can change very quickly um, because Sunday, whether we win or not, we're, that's that's done. Um, and then the other ones, yeah, you can you can be out of them very quickly if you don't perform well. So I know how quickly football can change at the minute. We're in a good moment and we need to continue on that form, continue on that path right until the end of the season. Have you enjoyed the competition though this season? Because it's been a real mix and match and we've spoken a lot about, you know, the, the younger players coming into it, but also the senior players as well and the journey it's been this season to get to the final. Yeah, I think we've used the whole squad definitely, even a lot of the academy players as well, coming in and doing well in, in this competition. Um, so to get to this point, I think, yeah, everybody's played the part um, and it's been really successful uh, cup run so far and hopefully we can go one step further Sunday and like you say, it'll be a real big team effort from, from everybody in the first team, but also the academy as well. Mike Hughes, in Jordan, uh, 10 years since the last League Cup final success. I think you're uh, last man standing. Um, <laughs> you're making me sound old, aren't you? I know you're only 15. <laughs> when you look at the way your career has gone since then and the way Liverpool have, have performed since then, I, I know it wasn't all plain sailing, but you've the first Liverpool captain to, to lift the Premier League title. You've won the Champions League. It, it's been an incredible story. How have you managed to, to achieve that? And was there a period where you had to change what you thought things were going to be like? And, and, and how did you manage to sort of concentrate your efforts? Um, well, I, never, I never see it as I haven't achieved that. You know, I haven't achieved that on my own. I've achieved that with the great players, great managers, the manager that, that, that we have, um, the players that I've played with, you know, the owners, everybody involved in the club has played the part. Um, and I've been a very small small piece of that, really. So, yeah, it's been a roller coaster ride so far, but lots of good moments, lots of good memories in there. Um, and for me, the focus is always the same. It's just to try to improve every single day, try to give me everything for this football club, to for this team to be successful as possible. Um, whether you lose or whether you win, that'll never change for me. And you've had some uh, some really cracking games with Chelsea down the years. The two this season are very tight. I know uh, you dominated the, the, the first game uh, and Chelsea going down to, to 10 men probably favoured them more than you. But, but the midfield battle is is always key, isn't it, as it is in all matches. But but they're very strong, very formidable there with you know players like Kante and Jorginho. And it's going to be a, a bit of a battle there Sunday. Yeah, we're a fantastic team. There's no getting away from that. Fantastic players, players you mentioned there. But players all over the park, you know, they're very strong in the field, but it's very strong all over. They've got a, a very good squad of players. Um, and you've seen what they've won recently over the last year or so. Um, they've been successful. So, um, yeah, they'll be looking to add to their, their trophy collection over the last year with the Champions League and the Super Cup World Club Championship. Um, so, yeah. For us, it's it's a final that we want to win. We want to um, use it, yeah, as a platform to give us a, a big confidence boost going into the the business end of the season. Um, but it's never going to be easy against Chelsea. They're a world class team. Have the, has 
they've proved over the last year or two. I think the manager's coming into a fantastic job. Um, so yeah, it'll be a big, it'll be a tough test, but at the same time, I feel as though we've got fantastic, fantastic players here. We're a good team ourselves, and if we perform to the level we're capable of, then we can give them a good game. Thank you. Right, uh, Carl Martin, and uh, just checking if you've got some questions. You've been in this position a few times now going into the final, what what, your, what role you played on the day and going back to the last time of the Champions League final, from what you did before that, personally uh, for the team? Yeah, nothing different to what I normally do. Um, yes, it's a cup final and you get everything around that, but you've got to treat it as you would any other game in terms of giving you absolute everything for the 90 minutes or extra time, whatever it is. Um, fully focused on on your job, on the job in hand, on what we need to do as a team, what you need to do as an individual, and of course, I can help with the experience that I've that I've had over the my career so far with the finals that I've been involved in. Um, but yeah, for us, it's it's the same. I always try to help younger lads who maybe not in this position before, just to go and play football and enjoy being in a cup final and, and making sure we're giving everything as a team. Um, but I know that that'll be the case anyway. I know we'll give everything, and hopefully that's enough for us to to win the trophy. You want big speeches beforehand? Not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah, some of the lads like to see a few things in the dressing room before the game. But again, that's the same before every game. You know, it's not really a speech. It's just whilst we're getting ready to go out, a few of the lads just to get the. The, the mentality right for the game and the things that we want to, we've spoke about during the week, what we want to be doing going in the game. Um, we'll speak about that before we go out, but we'll do that as a group and, and within the leaders of the of the team. And, um, and that's but that's the case all the time. Who's the most vocal? Millie. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Jones, and I'll check with you guys. Well, Chris is going to be from the Sunday, but yeah. The manager said that we're being upstart the final. You'll have been there on the first team or training with the first team a few years back now, but what have you seen in his development you know, the manager put some faith into a game like this? Sorry, who's that? Yeah, um, I think he's been outstanding. I think he's every, all the games that he's come in, I think he's been absolutely outstanding in, in everything that he's done. He's a fantastic lad, um, very level-headed, but yeah, as a keeper, shot stopping is obviously Fantastic His distributions, amazing and um, so calm as well. Um, but yeah, he's learning from probably the best keeper in the world, day in day out, which will help him. And um, that's certainly helped him when he's come in because he's been outstanding. He's always been like that calm, even when he Yeah, he has to be fair. He's always had that calmness about him, you know, and when he's playing out and um, even when he makes big saves, he is he is he has got that calm and presence about him. Um, which I really like. And um, yeah, it'll be a big moment from at the weekend. But again, he just needs to keep doing what he's been doing because he's been fantastic. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.